1: The Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big got myself and known as Alfie, the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Baby, I'm your one and only. Jimmy Star, new
2: celebrity.
3: Take you out to Jimmy Star. Hey ho! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a super exciting show for you guys today. <laughs> Uh, We have the guys from Emblem 3 coming on, one of my favorite bands, and I'm super excited about having them on the show. And then we have the phenomenal actress um, Donna Lee Heisen coming on, which Ron just did a movie with her recently. Love her to be It's going to be a lot of fun, so we're looking very forward to it. Um, Before we get started, um, actually, the chat room people are just starting to join in now. Oh, look, you can see us, though, behind. And we have Astro here, too.
4: That's why I was laughing when the camera opened, because Astro jumped up in my lap. He sat there and he went like this, like a star. Like he was on TV, Astro Day, in Camerani. There, there you are. Go. You're a star, Astro. is Astro is definitely a star. <laughs> Hope everybody had it. Don't a... you love your animals? Don't you love your dogs and cats? Aren't they like human beings? Aren't they people? I mean, they give such love and, and fun and joy. Look at him. He, he knows I'm talking about He's a sophisticated, suck-up little fuck. At, oh, you made me curse. See, that's, all you made me curse.
3: Boomer Boomer Maze football players joined us in the chat room. Don, Don Hinnis just joined us. Hope your health is doing well. And uh, you know, oh, she said, wake time. up. So we really do have an exciting show for you guys today. I'm super excited for it. Um, before we start that, we can talk about our weekend a little bit. We went to a fun party on uh, Saturday night with uh, actually our guest, Donna Lee Heising, uh, was there. Um, Jennifer James and Ming Ballard, it was their Christmas party Um, There was a lot of fun people there. We had a great time. And before that, we hung out with Soho Johnny and Eileen and Eileen's grandson. Uh, We picked them up from Comic-Con. Yes, we did. And uh, um, so that that whole Saturday thing was pretty fun. And Christmas is coming, you guys. We're only about, what is today, the 7th. So we're 18 days away. I haven't
4: even gotten half of my Christmas shopping done yet. You know, I'm busy with the house. There's so many things that we've been doing to this house to make it the way we want it to be. And I've been working, you know, putting indoors, painting, painting, uh, putting locks, doing fixing. Do, I mean, you, you name it, and I've been doing it. Jimmy up, until, also, up until like 20 minutes ago, actually. Well, actually, <laughs> I, no, a half hour ago, then I took a shower, blew my hair, and got dressed from our show. Uh, today's show is going to be fun because uh, Donna is really a lovely girl. And uh, I had a lot of fun working with her. And she's a good friend. And I have a big, big story about her to tell when uh, she comes on.
3: Absolutely. So we're going to have Absolutely. a lot of fun. Um, real quick, let me get my little commercial in. We want
4: next to... week, I'm excited. We're going to a... Am I allowed to talk about it? Because you know how nuts he gets.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, Jay doesn't say we can do it?
3: It doesn't matter. We just tell him we're going to a party. Don't tell him where he lives. We're
4: going. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say where he lives. We're going to a party of, of a very important guy who's in the business. And um, he has always lots of uh, celebrities and important people at his parties. He owns a, like, six- or seven-story house on a cliff in uh, up in L.A., and I, I enjoy going there. So it should be a very fun party. You know who you are. You're out there. Why you don't want your name mentioned, I'll never know.
3: it would be fun, though. We're going to have a good time with that. And before that, we're going to book signing of Sean Kanan's new Cobra Kai book. Or, that's right. Uh, I don't know the name <clears throat> of that one, but it's at Barnes & Noble on Saturday in L.A. It's so open if, to the public. If, if,
4: you're, if you're in the farmer's market, go to Barnes & Noble and drop in and see Sean and maybe purchase his book and get an autographed uh, signature. Uh, I'm so happy to see Sean and Michelle. We haven't seen them in a couple of weeks. They've been all over the world. They went to Dubai, and then they went to Italy, and then they went to Spain. I think
3: they were in France, too. And
4: Paris. So they're on tour for his, uh, I guess, for Cobra Kai. But that's Sean Kanan and Michelle Kanan.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, Actually,
4: that's going to be fun. Two wonderful friends of ours that we love tremendously.
3: Absolutely. Um, so they're real, quick, they're real
4: friends too, true blue.
3: Real, real quick, you guys, we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. You can hear us on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. We're also on about another 150 platforms, but those are the biggest ones. Uh, we want to thank everybody uh, for and our, listening.
4: Fr- and our friend Sarah French, I don't know how many movies she's got coming out, but they really look good. I want to see the space movie that she's in. She's playing. She's working with Michael Perret. I met I met Michael about 45 years ago at the home of Perry and Lee Winkler up in Truesdale Estates. A Gorgeous home. Gorgeous people. Lee Winkler was the business manager, every movie star in Hollywood at the time. And Michael was probably one of the handsomest men I have ever seen in my life. Uh, beautiful blue eyes and just the nicest guy in the world. And he still looks good. You know, I ran into him at a, at a red carpet. Churchill's movie. Yes, What was that movie called?
3: Amityville Amityville
4: something. 99. One of them. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it was was Thomas Churchill's film. So Sarah French is really working it up. She's probably the most... Uh, wanted actress today in our business and one of the hottest actresses. She certainly uh, has put many actresses uh, back a few steps uh, because they used to make fun of her. They said she was all tits and ass. That's all she did was nudes and sexy shots. Well, she proved herself as being a fabulous actress in the movie Blind and now is probably one of the most respected, most beautiful of all the blondes in our uh, town.
3: Amityville Moon is the name of the moon they told, Amityville they told
4: me. Amityville Moon. The, uh, no, I want the that space. Room. That's one with Michael Yes. Hooray. Amityville Moon. Go see it. Sarah French. Absolutely delicious. And you know what? She's a home. She's sp- not in
3: Amityville Moon, though.
4: Yes, yeah, she is. She's with Michael Perret in a rocket ship. Oh, no, that's no, no,
3: that's no. That Churchill's film was called Amityville Moon. Her no, I know. It's called SpaceX or something. S-
4: space. Space,
3: space Wars, I think. Space.
4: Go see space. Get Space Wars with Sarah French. Sorry about that. Uh, Anyway, she's just as nice as could be. She's homespun. She's from Wisconsin. She was raised on a farm. So she's a farm girl in a Marilyn Monroe glamorous, beautiful body. And that's what makes her so appealing is that she's sexy to look at. But when you know her, she's just a little girl, a farm girl, an innocent girl. And that's the beauty of Sarah French.
3: No, you got to like love it. So everything is going good. I hope everybody's getting ready for Christmas and everything. Everybody's enjoying everything. I know it's a a tough time for some people, but I hope everybody makes it through and, and has the best time possible that they can have.
4: Even if it's a humble Christmas, surround yourself with people you love. And if you can't afford to give gifts, you know what? Give the gift of hug. Give the gift of kiss. Give the gift of I love you. Give the gift of just being in that person's company. No one should be alone around the holidays because it becomes a sad time instead of a happy time. So if you know of someone who's alone, who doesn't have much of a Christmas, go there. Bring to them some of your Christmas. We are.
3: There you go. You got to like. Oh, no, bit.
4: I won't mention or talk about it, but we certainly are uh bringing our Christmas to some people who don't have Christmas.
3: Absolutely. And our Christmas show is only
4: two weeks away. Or Hanukkah, because, you know, we celebrate Hanukkah also in this house. Our
3: Christmas show is two weeks away, you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then hopefully in January we're off to do a movie. Um, So that should be a lot of fun. And we'll let you know more as it's unraveling. I'm kind of
4: bummed out about that because we have here in Palm Springs the film festival. And we have Jane Fonda. And um Sally Fields as well as Lily Tomlin. Lily right? Tomlin. And they're gonna be there the first night at the Palm Springs Film Festival. And I would have loved to have met Jane Fonda because I'm a great fan of hers. As I know Lily, i know her. I met Lily a million years ago in Greenwich Village when she was starting off, Lily Tomlin. So I I doubt she's gonna remember me. What
3: smile real quick. B needs a picture. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, B. All right, everybody. Did We're smiling for B for our pro- our post-press of the show. I met
4: Lily Tomlin when she was working, trying. She was nobody. And she was with her girlfriend, a beautiful redhead, I remember. But uh, well, she's a gay girl, Lily Tomlin. She's a lesbian. And she was with, she was working, I believe it was upstairs, downstairs, or the living room, or Oh, my God. No, it might have been the improv club, the improvisation. I don't remember, really. But back then, in those days, I was with Tiny Tim, uh, Lily Tomlin, uh, the other with the dyke, the blonde. What's her name? Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. She she was well, I'm gay. I'm allowed to say that uh, Ellen DeGeneres was around in those days. Everybody was starting off in comedy. Greenwich Village was the best place in the world way back in the early 60s. So many great, uh, talented stars of today started off in Greenwich Village. I, for one, you know, I worked Greenwich Village for a long time. I did my nightclub act impersonating Jane Russell. I started at those clubs that I just mentioned. And um, Barbara Streisand, you know, started off in the village as well. I I I had heard of her. I I never met her, but somebody said there's an ugly broad with a big nose, but boy, can she sing. And I thought that was terrible, the description that they were giving of her. And then when I saw her, I thought she was very pretty. I think Barbara Streisand has a very uh, interesting look. She's not the conventional beauty, but she sure ain't ugly. She's a pretty lady. And does she sing? My God. (laughs) Ain't nobody like her.
3: Absolutely. All right. So I'm not sure why Stefan can Stefan, what's up? Stefan is here and B Claudia is in the chat room and Don is in the chat room and people are showing up. And I don't know why you can't see us, Stefan, but. Um,
4: Stefan, why can't good you? Good luck. May, maybe you should like open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan, are you still smoking that stuff? <laughs> you smoke so much of it, your eyes close. And Me? that's why you, you can't see us because you're loaded. You know, everybody with this pot really scares me because the driving here in L.A. and Palm Springs has really gotten bad. And I believe it's because everybody's smoking dope, pot, marijuana, and they're loaded when they're driving. And I think that the law should be uh, the same for pot as alcohol. If you're caught driving stoned, you go to you get punished or go to jail, whatever it is they do. What do they do to alcoholics when they catch them? DWI wow. people. They put, they them, put in them in j- jail. They put them in jail. And I think the same law should apply to marijuana because it's the same effect. You know, you're high and happy and you're a daredevil and you figure, oh, boy, I got a souped up car. And you rev up that engine in that muffler, which makes me crazy when I'm next to you. I hate that. <laughs> I hate these stupid young jerks in their cars. They got mufflers that make you. They're not all young, believe me. (laughs) Whoever they are, they make my ears vibrate. I hate it. (laughs) What do they think they are, racing cars? Come on, kids. Grow up. In my day, you got a ticket. We used to put glass back mufflers on our cars. It was called glass back. And if you got caught by the cops with that muffler, you got a ticket because it was called noise pollution. Even I think it was Nancy Reagan also started in about uh, noise pollution. Ex president's wife, Ronald Reagan's wife, she was against noise pollution as well. <clears throat> what else, Jimmy? Uh,
3: nothing. Oh, uh, prices of things be, are a joke. Claudia said that she's uh, uh, that she watched uh, Donna Lee Heising Lady Macbeth monologue that was amazing on you. I guess it's on YouTube or I Donna is
4: incredible, it. but we'll get to her later. But right now, you know the stores. Have doubled everything. I don't know because it's Christmas or because here in Palm Springs, we have all the, earth, the snowbirds. The Canadians are down. So they do raise the prices here and some of the, the prices cut back because it's just we natives. But everything is a joke. I mean, who's going to spend like $80 for a shirt? I mean, <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I remember buying a shirt for $4.99 in Klein's. Or Macy's in New York. All right. That What's was, Klein's? Klein's was a wonderful department store in New York where I bought a cashmere suit, jacket and slacks for $39 when I was 17 years old. And I went to Italy in it. And when my relatives saw me, they felt the cashmere. They went, "Ooh, sei Rico. That means you're rich. I said, no, I just shop Klein's. I could have done the commercial for Klein's.
3: Okay, I love. I never it. even heard of Klein's it. Klein's so.
4: Basement. It was a free for all. You went downstairs in the cellar, and they had bins of clothes, and everybody's pushing and grabbing and throwing clothes in the air. Look, I loved it. It was fun. No more fun, kids. Everything today is so serious. You got to be careful. You don't want to offend everybody. That's sickening. You know, live a little. you got to be dead soon. Enjoy yourself live dangerously, live vicariously, and live thrillingly. Is that such a word as thrillingly?
3: I think you just made it up, but it works.
4: I like the word. (laughs) Let's record it, folks. Thrillingly.
3: Thrillingly. Thrillingly. We are
4: living thrillingly. I like that. Let's, let's, you know, well, if they make up these stupid words, like what's the word that you said about these young people called? Uh, Woke. 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 What is it called? Woke. Woke. Whatever the hell that means, woke. So I can have thrillingly. Screw all of you.
3: You can have thrillingly. There you go. It works. All right. So our first guest should be coming. Uh, Hopefully, they're going to be coming on soon. I think what we're going to do, uh, because I had told a friend of ours that we would actually play this Christmas video. Uh, This is the name of the uh, artist is Aaron LaCombe, who we had on our show, but we couldn't play this video back then. It's a Christmas show. It's called Uncle Carl. No. They shouldn't kick us off if we play it, and we didn't play it before because I couldn't get it, but uh, I had him send it to me. It's called Uncle Uncle Carl, and it's an LGBT Christmas song. So, everybody, check out Uncle Carl by Aaron Lacombe. You're going to love it. Here it is.
4: A gay Christmas song. Why not?
5: table set for half of texas on a christmas afternoon there'd never been so many cousins in that tiny dining room all us kids were down on one end making jokes while dad said grace we said amen and uncle carl stood up with a strange look on his face i was just about to try the beans to be brought from home When Carl spilled some beans of his own Uncle Carl came out on Christmas In front of God and all us kids had known for decades And Dad had no clue at all Carl's best friend who'd come to Christmas The last four years in a row that I think it's time to let you good folks know. Now, raised voices were not uncommon at family dinners such as these global warming or Obama, Muslim refugees. And no one so much as whispered. We just sat and ate and chewed So dad got up and took his beer To the TV room Mom and grandma got up next And cleared the plates without a sound And thus remaining We said we love y'all both And dad'll come around and One by one we filled the TV room Spilling out into the hall Cowboys lost, of course, which didn't help at all. Uncle Carl came out on Christmas got in front of God and all. All us kids had known for decades, and Dad had no clue at all. Carl's best friend who'd come to Christmas the last four years in a row he said to Carl, we better go From the bedroom in the back, and mom packed up some turkey and some tin foil in a sack. And I was pretty nervous, as dad was shifting in his seat. And we all drew a quick breath when he got up and to his feet. And then that man who'd never hugged a soul, at least that I'd ever seen arms around his brother Christmas, Miracle and Dean and those three talked another hour out in the cul-de-sac Carl, my dad and my new Uncle Jack Uncle Carl came out on Christmas in front of God and all all us kids had known for decades Dad had no cool at all. Carl's best friend who'd come to Christmas the last four years in a row said, I can't believe y'all didn't know. Yeah. Like, Rolling. Like tears from
2: your
3: Hey, ho! What's up, everybody? That was Aaron Lacombe, Uncle Carl. And now I'm super excited that we're going to bring our first guests on for the day. Let's see if we can hear him. Bring them on, Juan. Our dog was so good. Hey, Lecombe. what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> how are you? I'm so good. I'm super. Ron has no idea who you guys are, but I'm super fucking excited. And, and I want to say, Wesley, I don't know if it's yesterday or today. It's your birthday, right? Yesterday, yeah. yeah. So happy birthday. And how old are you? I just turned 29. I fucking love it. All right. Why can't we hear them? I, I don't know. Hey, Come hey, one, is there a way volume. to up their volume? Oh, maybe I don't have my volume up. Let's see. Hold You're on. To Hold on. We're gonna have to up you. Hold on. All right. Let me see if I can do it on
4: my end. There we go. There you go. There we better? go. Yeah. Better, much better. All right, perfect. All
3: right. First, let me do an introduction. All right, everybody. Now we wanna.
4: We anyway, wanna. What year were you born? Me? Any one of you? Ninety three. 93 92. in 93 i was 73. <laughs> no you weren't 63. <laughs> I, was 60, I, was 60, I was 63 so 82 you, so you could be my great 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 grandchildren so nice. yeah so forgive, me forgive me if i don't understand forgive no. me if i don't understand your music but hang on, hang wait, on. Let wait, me introduce wait, wait. Them. No, wait a minute. You're all cute twice. You got girlfriends? Wait, wait. You can tell them that after we introduce them. Hang on. You know, all gonna, right, everybody. I'm going to punch this fucker right in the face <laughs> one day on television.
3: All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, American rap rock superstars, Emblem uh, 3. Hello, and welcome to the show. What, what up? up? What up? So I, I know who you guys are, but like each one of you, tell us who, tell us your names and tell us how old you are now.
6: Yeah, I am.
7: Uh, I'm Keaton. I'm 26. I'm Wesley, and I'm 29. Just turned. Um, I'm Drew Chadwick, and I am 17. So no,
3: that, you should be 30 then by now, right? Because you're really, uh, when you auditioned, you were a year older. It's actually, pretty <laughs> just, accurate. You know? just, bro, you <laughs> no, dude, I have to explain to you. So I worked for a record label. Oh, first of all, we got a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey,
4: everyone, what up? everyone in the chat room. Hope everyone. There you, you go.
3: So I worked for a record label for many, many years, a large indie record label, and I used to watch all the reality shows. When we would look for people, you know, to sign to the record label, we actually signed uh, uh, someone who's a good friend of ours, Lily McLeod, who was on the season. I don't, what season were you guys? Two or three? She's on the one after.
6: She was on one. three.
3: Yeah, so she was on three. She's a good friend of ours, and we've had a whole bunch of the people on. But her audition and you guys' audition, I thought, was the two best auditions in all the X Factor history. Wow. Um, and so, so I thought you guys were great. And 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 they don't show the whole clip now, but originally, you remember, like, some other shitty boy band was out there or something before you, and then they talked about how shitty that boy band, and you guys were laughing. You know? oh, what are what
7: you guys doing now? Yeah. Yeah, right,
3: yeah. <laughs> not, my dude's not doing shit because he sucked then and he sucks now. <laughs> hey, you <that laughs> so this is my cool outrageous man about co-host Ron Russell.
1: Uh, Ron,
4: Ron I have interviewed every I've interviewed over 4,000 people and everyone has been uh, older and of course in golden years of Hollywood. Now, I interview you kids. All I can say is you're adorable, and I'm not hitting <laughs> on you either. If I had you for grandchildren, I'd be proud. You with the teeth, you're really cute. The one in red is cute, and the young kid is cute. We have you teeth. Do you have girlfriends, or are you gay? Uh, I have a girlfriend, yeah.
2: yeah.
6: Is
4: she nice? You like her? Very nice. Her name's mm-hmm. Tiffany Stringer. And she's do you believe nice. in sex before marriage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: What if sex is marriage and the word bride just means bridge?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The
4: The one in the middle in red. What about you? You got a girlfriend or a boyfriend or nobody?
3: Yeah, girlfriend. They all got girlfriends. Are
4: are your girlfriends in the videos? Do you you, use your girlfriends in your videos? Do you all believe in sex before marriage?
7: Again? (laughs) So you know Marriage—it's the same thing. Unification of two physical bodies combining. It's the matrimony of two, the union of two souls intertwining. But does, it
4: bother, does it bother you if she's been with a lot of guys before you?
7: I mean, what do you think? That's kind of a universal. Like, what do you think?
4: I don't know. My day, you married a virgin. If she wasn't a virgin, she lied. I, I no, seriously. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Don't One. listen. <laughs> I, knew, I knew a girl from my neighborhood and we used to call her the plow because everybody plowed her. Okay. She was, she was like Lucy. No, she was Lucy loose. Everybody was banging this chick forever. She got married, right? She married a tough Italian guy who was connected, you know, for, in Queens in mafia. And he said to her one day, if you're not a virgin, I'm going to kill you seriously. So she went to a doctor they put a stitch in her vagina. I swear to God, no lie, a thread. So when he entered her, he ripped the thread. She bled. He was so happy.
7: Bro, this is, this I is swear to God,
4: virgin. this is how women, the depths they went to this be virgin. Now, yeah. after, after he married okay. her, everybody yeah. said the plow was a virgin. We virgin. That's But that's, awesome. yeah. that. so that's what we did in my time. He's 82. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. right. I don't like that. <laughs> but it was important for a woman to be a virgin had a few guys had her nobody would marry her because we said she was a sewer she was used wow. okay. on. On. I we'll, get we'll get there let's have some fun first before wow, you get so out. fucking i like to freak them out that's why we have five million <laughs> i'm no, freak. I didn't freak, freak them out. we wouldn't have five million Jews. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep. I'm gonna give you a fucking boring interview. Okay, oh, so shoot. what made you decide? Oh, no, no, stop that. You know, stop that like what made you think? So hang on, hang on. So you guys,
3: listen. That? What they were on, they were on season. Uh, two of the X Factor, you guys, they came in fourth place. You check out their website. How many times are you going to say that it's for? It's emblem3.com, emblem with the number 3.com. But if you follow them yeah. on Instagram, it's yeah. emblem3 and you got to write three out. So it's emblem t h r e e. They signed with Simon Cow's Psycho Records and Columbia Records. Their debut album was Nothing to Lose, it hit number seven on the yeah. Billboard 200 chart. Sunset Boulevard and Three Thousand Miles were my favorite song. I love Three Thousand Miles because I'm old. You remember, yeah, like, know. All, like song. Chloe yeah. and Russ were great. They got a Choice uh, yeah. Awards uh for Breakout Group, Icons of Tomorrow, Team Best Crush Song. You guys are basically like all over the place. So tell me, like that's that was what ten years ago, right? So. So 10 years ago.
4: They weren't even born 10 years.
3: I know. Well, they, he was 15, and I think he was 18, and he was 19, two, I think. Two, three years
6: old. A <laughs> bunch of babies. So right. mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, like when you started on your audition, you looked all kind of nervous and shit. The other two guys were like, oh, totally chill. And then as the season went on, you were like, you know, no problem jumping in through the whole thing, and you didn't have any problem with any of it. Um, so tell me, like, Like what's going on now? You just released a new video the other day. Tell us a little bit about you guys of what's going on now.
6: Yeah, we've, uh, we've been just back in the studio, writing new music. We put out, uh, two new singles so far. Um, it's been going really well, just reengaging our fan base that's out there. Um, and getting back to it. We did, uh, music videos for both the, the songs that are out. The first one's Rush. Second one was My Year. um, yeah, and it's just been cool to you know reengage and get back in the studio and um, make some music again.
4: I like. Do any of you have a desire to act one day, be an actor? He does.
6: Yeah, I've been taking acting classes and doing auditions. I actually have an audition that I need to turn
4: in. Well, the first thing you have to learn is to speak clearly. and yeah. and, and you know, enunciate. Mm-hmm. I find film today, I'm an actor, but an actor for 64 years. I've been in television all over the fucking place. I I find that the actors today on screen mumble because, you know, we have super sensitive mics, so you don't have to, you can speak like this and mumble. Oh, that's bullshit. There are old people out there like me that are fucking deaf. So you need to talk (laughs) loud. So if you want to be a a fabulous actor, enunciate, let the old fuck see you as well as the young ones.
3: Have you done anything yet? (laughs)
4: Um, Strictly I was- porn. <laughs> oh, porn, porn! Porn's good. No, because I'm a I'm a
3: producer, and I'm actually doing a movie with Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Oh, and, really? Uh, and we've got um, uh, we've got uh, what's it, the guy's name? Uh, one of the guys from X Factor is gonna be in it because I originally started it out as making a horror movie like with all boy band guys, but then we added some bigger people uh, in it and stuff. So. So uh, while oh,
6: yeah, I-, have, I have tons of stuff I can show you. Uh, I've done some small little things, um, but yeah, definitely looking. Nine.
3: I have nine movies right now that are in production. So R- I where to are you now. guys
4: located now? L.A. Los Angeles. Oh, you're, you're in L.A. What do you think of L.A.? I like it. Yeah, where yeah, are you yeah. from? Where are you from?
6: Uh, I grew up in Seattle.
4: OK. And you read? They're brothers. Uh, are brothers. Oh, Seattle. Then you teenager. Sure, so, Where
7: are you from? Um, just far northwest, as far northwest as you can possibly go. That's the ocean. I, That's yeah, it. basically, I am uh, actually a At dolphin.
4: Catalina, Catalina, Island.
7: He is uh he's no no, no 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 northwest. Oh, so
4: northwest. Like
7: the far upper left northwest of the United States, Isn't the first. Any,
4: Van, van, whatever it's called, van. Washington
7: uh, State, right up there in that uh, rainforest,
3: Washington. Mountain. Washington State. That's my we have
4: friends up from Washington State. Very beautiful. Yeah.
3: So, what's what's the biggest so crowd bad. of people? What's the biggest crowd of people you guys have actually played for? Well, technically. You know, the X Factor
7: thing, there was like 220 million people watching. So I don't know if that classifies as.
6: Uh, Wait,
3: in an arena, like when you guys, because you guys have played like a bunch of big shows, like. Probably like you know, 30, 40,000, probably. Like, close to 40,000, yeah. It's a
7: Did you get sport. nervous
3: with that or no? It's
7: Not actually really.
4: less nervous. Somehow
7: the more people, the less nervous you get. It's weird.
4: Hey, I want to ask you a question because you're young. What do you think of these girls today that put in fake boobs? <laughs> I think if like it, it makes you happy, then that's
6: that's all that matters. They feel,
4: yeah. like, they feel like water balloons. Yeah. Yes. As long as they feel real, yeah, if they feel, like, rock hard, that's not that great. They don't
7: like rock hard. They, now, whatever they like and makes them feel happy or whatever. Pretty. Yeah, you know.
4: Now, if they could insert in your penis a, a balloon that would make it eight inches in fat, would you have it done? Ten inches, let's say. Have it Two. done?
7: That's too much.
4: That's taken off like 4 inches from mine. <laughs> we don't do <laughs> 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 you
2: know, like that. Yes. Yes.
4: I often off for of these jokes. You get it? Now kids, you know how to do it. That's why we're the number 1 talk show in the world because we don't do shit like four Run. <laughs> you know, Run. I, you know.
7: Know. I love
4: stupid shit like, "Do you like apple pie?" Fuck that shit. You <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. I do I ask the crazy questions? Do you guys
3: use your girlfriends in the videos? Because I watched your last video. There's a um, beautiful woman. No, in I once listen, I,
4: I I'm bisexual, so I want. I was married. I once went out with a girl. Her tits were so big, I put my head there and I heard the ocean. <laughs> you no, know, seriously, she went to the doctor because she had a lump. It was the Titanic. <laughs> uh, they, they found the Titanic, it was in her left tit. Oh
7: yeah.
4: Okay. That was actually
7: the best thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs)
4: Those are stand-up jokes. He was a
3: stand-up comedian for many years. That's
2: hilarious.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to remember that one Um, for sure. You asked about
6: our girlfriends.
3: Sometimes they're in the video. He's He's answering. He's
1: answered.
6: Go go back. Go back, Keaton. I was just going to say, like, sometimes our girlfriends are in the video. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. uh, actors or just friends of ours. Depending on if anybody's busy
3: or, or not, but yeah, I noticed too. You guys just did. I, I saw it on uh, somehow on Billboard. You did an acoustic bull, uh, thing of Sunset Boulevard, which mm-hmm. I think you know because when you were on when you guys were on X Factor, the beginning the beginning lines you know weren't on there about like how you like your women naked and shit, which is hilarious. Right, uh, I liked it better, but my I love the the uh, the line about like all the haters. You know, is a great line and the fact trying to figure out what do the women want, you know, you were true. Like that shit was
4: fucking that's like one of the greatest songs ever. The guy with the hat. Take the Jack. hat, take the hat off. Because you have Are a you shirt. sure? Are you, you ready see, for this? Listen to me. <laughs> you see my head of hair, look at my head of hair, like you. It looks right.
7: nice, Ron. Honestly. Throw, like, throw, throw it, what conditioner throw it. Do you use?
4: Listen, listen, you have a beautiful <laughs> head of hair like you. When I was young, I had hair just like yours, darker. Really? Show it, enjoy it, celebrate it because your company good.
7: Beautiful. It feels good.
4: Oh, it, it, it looks so much better than the hat. Wow. Actually, with the Look hat, that beautiful hair. with, with the hat, hat. you it's kind of, of it, though you know
3: with the hat on. Look you, at
4: that with the hat on, on. You love like
3: some, some dreads or no, no, don't do dreads. You don't need dreads.
4: Your, your hair looks terrific. Yeah, I, I mean, rub. really, the girls are going to go, you know, they all, already go crazy. All, yeah, I know. But girl, <laughs> girls want to rub it, put their fingers through your <laughs> head. Yeah. Cool. And when you and when you have the, when you have the wool hat on, you look kind
3: of like a young Rick Springfield. I don't know. No, if you you guys look are like, old you enough look to know like that every is. other
4: jerk that's bald. <laughs> all the boys yeah. wear that hat. Uh, you know, I never wear hats because of my hair. When you see caricatures or the cartoons, it's black eyebrows and a lot of hair on this little face. And that's what my famous, my trademark. Hair is so important. All of you have beautiful hair. Honestly, I hope- Ron,
7: I want to run my fingers yeah. through your hair.
4: Jimmy might not like that. That's okay if he just runs it like through your hair head. and that's
3: it. Go ahead. Do it right now. You can do it today. definitely like nice.
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Simulator. great.
3: So what's, Feels your, good too. what's your favorite song to perform?
7: Mm. Uh, Star-Spangled Banner, hands
4: down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're so bullshit>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do you know who Madonna is?
7: No, wait. Um, wasn't she the girl that... Saying the stars mm-hmm. sprinkled dinner,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how you kids don't know who the old is. The Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. You Go know, on. a lot of a lot of people are talking about who Madonna is. They so, swear to God. Hey, hey, you let know? me tell you something. Wait, 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 excuse me. We had a guy on the show a couple of weeks ago. You know what he said? He went somewhere and they didn't know who Michael Jackson was. Remember, yeah. He said to this kid, Do you know who Michael Jackson is? He said, No, how could you not know who the fuck is
7: no, I'll never forget my little brother was like 17 and didn't know who John Lennon was. Yes, yeah, see. And I was like, how what? <laughs> like, how is that even possible? <laughs> like, I built my life around this guy. So it's
4: amazing how in this country we forget our celebrities quickly. In Europe, they don't. But here you're as good as your last performance, that 15 minutes of fame, and then bingo. So you guys have to work really hard to become really famous so that we'll think of you guys like the Beatles. You yeah. know who the Beatles are, of course. Yes, John Lennon, you just mentioned I know. So hang on, let me do I John's familiar.
3: Yes. I'm gonna do a little brag for you. So in 2010, I say, "Remember how I always tell you the list—the the biggest people under 21." And Miley Cyrus was at the top of the list. And soon it goes in 2013, they were number 10 on the 20 Billboard's 21 and list. Good uh, team with really guys. big? Bottoms <laughs> up, boys! Yay! And they were also they were also nominated for a Teen Icon Award. Were like teen icons because now they're not teens anymore. And you guys, I have. I tell you what, you don't look a day older than you now, did ten years ago when you were on the fucking show. Especially yeah. you, keep you yeah. still look exactly the same.
4: Now, now I have no idea what kind of music. what kind of music do you play? You're going to give me a headache, or is it nice music? Uh, right. It's like pop music. To blend. I like I like pop. You don't do heavy metal, right? We do do heavy metal also. Why? Why? Uh, I was
6: just
3: <laughs>
4: right. Why is it so good? An, why is it good answer? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. It gives uh, headaches. Yeah, you like
3: Joey Belladonna.
4: Oh, run. Joey Belladonna. Ever oh, I must you say, Joey be Belladonna. Be you Belladonna. Know,
3: it does serve a purpose. It's like sometimes you, you just need to scream. We're really good friends with Joey Belladonna, who's the lead singer for Anthrax, and uh, back, back in
4: nineteen seventy-five, yeah. up in up in uh, Topanga Canyon was a ball it was a bar that we all the hippies. We were all hippies. And we used to hang out at that bar. And yeah. metal started there, believe it or not. And everybody was stoned out of their bird. They had no idea. I mean, it was a treacherous ride up the mountain. How we all we used,
7: we used to, to play go. there like every fucking weekend, right? There was like, this one little bar, Vanga. Yeah.
4: I, let's, let's I hate it. to tell you that Jimi Hendrix, I mean, the people, Mama Cass, the people that played in that little Dinky hippie bar was was up from the post office, if you know where the post office is. I think it it was nice to talk about. The bar burnt down, and there was a group called Bones, and Bones was so way out that when they played, everybody would fall on the floor. They'd faint. They'd lay down. They were, seriously, they got so into it, like, woo! I mean, they were doing acid Quaaludes. Usually no. you're
7: trying to get people on their feet, in yeah. their case.
4: No. <laughs> back then, Quaaludes was the, the drug. So I never did any of that shit, because I was always a health freak. So wait
3: a second. I want to go back one more thing, and then uh, then I want to talk mm-hmm. about the music a little bit. But So you guys don't actually... Because I was mm-hmm. watching, uh, like your round two or whatever. Since I knew you were coming on, I kind of refamiliarized myself with what you guys did when you were on the show, and mm-hmm. uh, and and you got real offended with the the um the when they called you a boy band because you're not really a boy band because you guys play instruments and boy bands technically just sing, sing right. uh, which in a lot of ways I think back then I might have categorized you as a boy band too, but then after I listened to all the new music and stuff, I was like, yeah, not really. They're more like a they're just a pop band. Kind of like a
4: you know. A What's the name of your group? And you shut up. Right there. No, no. You, you know, <laughs> I'm giving them a plug. Folks, you know, this show right now is going all over the world, okay? Sure. Now, you want people all over the world to know who you are. Yes. So tell us your name very slowly so the people that don't speak English well get it. <laughs> okay. What's we, the name of your group?
6: Uh, we are Emblem Three.
4: Emblem three, folks. They got it because everybody else is reading. Get their music because if you you foreigners, if you want to be, be like Americans. Wait, hang on. You foreigners out there all over the world. If you want to be like Americans, get their music because you can't get any more American than these guys. They look like. <laughs> I, they look I, like,
3: they
4: look like you guys are
3: going to play something for us, right? Yeah, we're going to play one of our new
4: songs. I have the same socks. My daughter got them for me. They're elf socks. They're beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I love them. I wear them around the house. I got the same socks. All All right, right. so go
3: ahead and tell us what you're going to play, and we're going to listen. I'm excited. Okay. Um, We're going to play
6: one of our new singles. This song is called Rush. Rush? Rush,
1: yeah. Wow. All right. I swear it's the worst. I really hate how good you look right now And it hurts And tell me if I caught you mine tonight Would you call me yours? Said that we think we should let nature keep taking a course So I said a course Ooh. Our emotions Overflow It's love so clear when you last, That's how you know You know You know And when we text That's when it shows It shows It shows I'm feeling the rush That's how you know You know Oh, 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 oh. That's how you know, you know, you know i to get on my nerves Without a disinternity That's how you for my shirt Yeah, she knew that she did not need permission Will we fit for people in the town with the window. To your mouth and whisper, take me to your bed right now, and I can't get close enough. Feeling you right here, our emotions overflow oh, so good when you blush. Well, that's how you know, you know, you know, and when we touch. But it shows, it shows, it shows. the rush right. That's how you know, you
2: know, you
3: know I the rush right. That's how you know, you know, you know You're, no, no, you're not on yet you know, you know. Yeah.
2: He has you flopped you know. oh.
1: You, know, mm-hmm.
4: you, know, you, know. you guys can sing, Woo. and I like your music. It didn't give me a headache like that rap shit. I hate rap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, a good I rap. don't give the shit Dude, he's a shit if rap. Listen, yeah. rapping is talking; it's not singing. Get get that point. No, no right. he, he can rap. You, though. you, 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 know, you look Chad. like he looked Chad, you look like John Lennon a little bit. True. When you were singing. I
7: think in the new generation. No, Can anybody, right.
4: anybody ever tell you you look a little like John Lennon? Yeah, we've actually been—he's been compared to that a lot, and we've oh, got. You, you know, oh, you, was, listen, was, you guys. Wait, wait, who
3: did you say you got?
4: I
6: got George Martin. I got Paul
4: McCartney. <laughs> you guys were playing almost a cappella. You had only a guitar behind you, but yet you harmonized so well, I thought there was a band behind you. So wait. I wait I'm not finished. you're going to put two fingers right in your eyes <laughs> and knock them out of your head, you'd be blind forever. <laughs> Listen, I want to I I hear you guys with a hopeful band. There, there is a oh.
3: hopeful band. They play instruments. They are a hopeful band. I think not do that here. No,
4: I know that, but the, they were great.
3: You know, they're great. So I have a question. You guys are
4: really good. Go back. i What's the if chorus? You weren't good. I would have sat here doing this. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Kate, what's the fucking? What's the chorus? Like something about sex. Tell us what's what was what did it say?
6: Oh yeah, uh, the pre-chorus, the part that I sing. Uh yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. sex so good that I won't forget it. Um, lipstick stain or smear on my collarbone, stain my shirt with a vodka soda right before you told me to take you home. Just that, like. Um, Feeling of sex, you know. <laughs> you know, that's just like sex. when you you, you meet someone, and you're just like, you know, you know like you feel that that thing with this it's, person. It's that
1: moment where you know you're about to get it on. <laughs> I can I, <laughs> I, I,
4: I, it, the rush. I can feel it now. You're feeling the rush,
1: you know? feel
4: I can certainly remember what it was like when I was your age. I, I'm Italian, you need I go any further. Uh, <laughs> Italians are born sexy and horny. Uh, when, I, when I was in high school, this is before I decided that I was gay. When I was in high school, I, my friend Mike Greco said that I went out with 31 different girls. Mm-hmm. I would go out with them as I met them. If they didn't put out, I dumped them.
3: <laughs>
4: no, it was terrible. But a lot of and he's it, talking about like a long time ago. But, but you know, I, a, a lot of I no.
2: right,
4: had this one girl, Ella. She yeah. said to me, I'll do it, but I've never done it before. What is she? Okay. I had a board nail a board to my ass so I didn't fall in. <laughs> 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 it was the first time she said. Ron's got the
3: jokes Ron. on. Her. Yeah, Ron. Oh my.
4: God. Now that's what he does anyway. So, so, but baby, I did stand-up comedy for sixty-four years. I Very risque comedy, really? always dirty jokes and fun, but never vulgar or harmful. Silly little okay. shit. Right? So, wait,
3: I want you guys. Can you guys do me a favor after he gets done eating? Can you play like the beginning of uh, Sunset Boulevard? Because that's like my fucking. I, 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 I got a new car recently and I will fucking go jamming down the road loud and I'm old. I should not even be doing that. I look like. But I got a new whip. It's badass. I listen to No, no. A new whip. Mercedes.
2: Okay, watch.
7: That's way out of wow! Nope. that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening.
1: All right. Angel, bam, bam. I said I love my women like I love my juice. Naked. I'll match around, no preservatives of fakeness. I like my ladies, like I like my Brady's. Watches Got the six pack, I ain't talking about the grunchies. It's it, like Tyson's punches. I tell you got to run if you want to rush it. I swear, I swear, make it less dizzy. cute Betty got me dolly dolly dizzy. I'm lost in her eyes like, oh my God, where is she? Down here in SoCal, we getting busy in the city. Getting busy in the city, yeah. Back to the sunset, falling apart in the city of stars, yeah. City of cloudy lights and starry guys. I said no, I'm going the city of angels. Whoa, 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 whoa. City of angels. Whoa, 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 whoa. It
2: oh, like, like...
1: yeah 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 i know you love it
0: ron
1: it the
3: fucking greatest
4: it's like the fucking greatest song ever.
3: I fucking love it to death.
4: I'm yeah, not kidding it. you. I like the first one
3: better. <laughs> <laughs>
7: as soon as I started rapping, I was like, oh, we He's lost it like, up to go get You call. know what?
4: I mean, I, seriously. <laughs> Cat. Do you know who Frank Sinatra was? Of course. Of course. Slime you know who Johnny Mantis was? Is <laughs> still. Yeah. Okay. Back in my day, you had to hold a note in order to be considered a singer. And the notes had to be smooth and beautiful. Today, singing is, especially like one day I was driving in my car, and a car came up next to me, and the guy had the music so loud, and I heard the music. And the, the lyric was, woman, I'm going to get you, I'm going to slit you, I'm going to beat your ass, woman, I'm going to kick you, I'm going to hit you, I'm going to kill you bad. And I thought to myself, boy, is that romantic. <laughs> Those are very wholesome. I mean, Johnny Mantis, Wholesome, yeah. John, yeah. yeah. Right. Johnny Mantis used to sing Moonlight <coughs> Becomes You, It Goes With Your Hair. I mean, beautiful things to a woman. So today these rap stars are singing this horrible stuff to women. And women They, are really being it. they love it. Yes. They love it. They love saying I'm gonna split you, I'm gonna kick you,
3: I'm gonna beat you. No, they ass. don't like that part. Wait, wait, who are some of the who are some of the bands you guys like listen to? Like if you're not listening, like when you're not recording and you're just like Chilling out. What, what kind of music do you listen to? Or who are some of the bands you guys like that are around now? The Beatles. Alt
7: no. J. Ron, do me a favor and yes. actually check this band out. You will love them. They're cool. Oh. They're shit. Alt J.
3: I wrote Alt-J. it down.
7: If you yeah. go on your computer and you press the Alt button and press the J key, it turns into a triangle. Does it really? Yes. Code mm-hmm.
4: So well, why can't I listen to you? can yeah. listen to your nice music, not the other stuff? No, I'm asking them who else they listen to. Well, know, I, I'm Ron not all. interested in anybody else. I like that. I know, but I want to. We,
6: we <laughs> only listen to each other. Ron, you can go listen to our music. It's on, it's on Spotify and YouTube and and all those. What do you say?
3: It's on Spotify
6: and YouTube and everything.
4: He has Spotify <laughs> and yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm all no nursing office, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I'm really a very young 82 <laughs> year old.
7: You guys in L.A.? Did you see Yo, that? You guys need to come hang out with us sometime. You're hilarious. Oh, no, really?
4: I, uh, listen, I'm I'm, making, I'm still making movies at 82. I'm going on location for four weeks in Nevada to make a movie. All right? I I, I would love to do my stand-up act, except nobody would get my humor, because today <laughs> you got to watch your ass. If you say something some little snatch doesn't like or some jerk-off doesn't like, they right away yell racist or whatever yeah. the call you, definitely you know, so, you
7: just gotta not care, huh? Be a boss and just say it anyway. Because
4: well, that's, that's a, what he does, you, you, you're listening to him, he says whatever the right. fuck you want. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, I, anyway. I, I earned you. it. I, I'm 82 years old, I went through a lot of shit to get to be 82. I earned it. I earned the right to say whatever you want. You don't <laughs> like what I say, turn off your TV. It's so easy. But don't you dare <laughs> ever criticize me because I'll kick your ass in. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, Italian from Brooklyn. So know, wait, that wait. Means, watch it, boys. Brooklyn's you know, guys. Out. Wise guys.
3: Tomorrow your manager or somebody gets
4: you, know, get you nice and up, and
3: you're gonna and you get to go on tour with any band ever. Who do you want to go on tour with?
6: Oh, um, I would say like 1975,
4: maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I want to say something before he goes on his rant if i had (laughs) no i have two daughters who never got married they're single ladies they're straight they just don't they like to play they don't like to cook and clean (laughs) if i had grandchildren i would be so proud to have you three as my grandchildren you're so clean cut smart nice that's your grandchildren No, I mean that. I would love to. If you and my great, my grandchildren, I'd be yeah. very, <laughs> very proud of you. I would be so proud of you. I would be so proud of you. I would tell all the dead bodies I know. I'd say, listen, <laughs> well, they're all old. They're not like me. I would say, you got to listen to my. my <laughs> they're not like me. <laughs>
3: I like like love it though. So okay, so I don't even know any of these bands. So I'm gonna look up them because I don't know who 1975 is. Yeah, go um, check them out. They've got some really cool music too. Uh, but I like, like. Did you keep in touch with any of the people that were on X Factor? Um, a little
6: bit here and there. I tend to just see people around here in LA um, at parties and events and stuff. But did yeah,
4: you do? Uh, hey, hey, when, they win they X Factor. They should have won. Why did they come and fall? I don't know
3: because it's because all those reality shows. You know, are scam.
4: I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> I, you a little, wait, wait, quiet. This is very serious shit. I can to this. Um, I heard from a little bird that that show is so fixed. It's pathetic. <laughs> um it uh, I'm not going to say it's all fixed,
6: but there's definitely some uh controversy going on
3: scenes and... Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I, I yeah. guarantee... But the exposure was amazing.
4: Yeah. It was. I, I don't want to talk, but we know inside stuff in our business. I, I can't say because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But not always. Uh, Lily McLeod definitely, positively mm-hmm. should... Lily's a dear, dear friend of mine. We're like buddies. and yeah. She confided in me. She told me the truth, which I'm not permitted to say. But Lily lost because Lily wouldn't... While we say spread her legs, wings, wings, wings. <laughs> <laughs>
7: but, no, totally agree. And um, on
3: big time. but it was a great experience. I mean, you guys were all together anyway, but like here we are Do now, they 10 years. What le- no, no, they were on a different season as Lily. Um, <laughs> but you're like, t- you know, 10 years later. So, what's coming up for everybody to, to look forward to? You yes. have a like shows coming up or tours or anything you can tell us mm-hmm. about yet? We're, yeah, so we're actually going to
7: take over the entire planet and um, <laughs> we're looking for world domination. World um, domination is looking pretty good here in the near future.
6: No, we're, we're in the works, uh, planning a, a tour right now, hopefully getting out, um, top of next year. Um, we'll be announcing that hopefully soon. Um, and then just more music. We have, uh, another, Probably another single coming out um, top of the next year, and maybe even like an EP or an album. Cool.
3: Do you guys like to go to red carpet events or no? Sometimes. i right, uh, so I'm, I'm a publicist. Is how I support myself. Well, oh, you're day. definitely coming and, to my. Uh, cool. we'll, well, get you guys some. are
4: uh, definitely going to come to my red carpet because I wrote a movie that I star in, and we're. Gonna I, will, I just want to hang out with y'all. Well, yeah. We're going to film it in the spring. And I want you to see it because it takes place in nineteen forty three. And I want you to see what life was like back then in the days of everybody was so, so afraid of letting go. Yeah. I would love to I'd love to see it.
3: Hey, yeah. yeah. I'm super happy that you guys came on the show. I'm super happy you guys are all making music again. You know, I wish you all the best. Then. I would you're love it you were best. at the top of the charts because really you're you're, you're, you guys are super talented, and the fact that you guys just are fun. You're always smiling and shit, makes everybody happy. Uh, I think it's very infectious, <laughs> Drew. Oh, uh, thank you uh, so much. I appreciate Follow them, you guys. Follow Emblem 3 on uh, – on Instagram. It's uh on Instagram and Twitter and their websites m 3com and you can also follow all of them individually we wish you guys the best of luck I'll be in touch and uh, if you anything or have anything to promote let us know we'll have you come back and we just want to thank you guys for coming on yeah, because okay, we are really awesome thank you for
4: giving us
6: a fun show of course anytime oh, yeah you guys are awesome things, You'll right? have us let us know'll
4: we'll we be back it is up about the movies yeah oh, absolutely yes, I will and have a wonderful holiday. And yes, give- you, uh, you do. Thank you, guys. Send so all much. love. And give your girls a gift of perfume, like we used to do years ago. Girls love perfume. <laughs> Actually, right. I didn't it's kind of tell you it. idea. Yeah.
6: It's great. It's you'll, great you'll give
4: perfume. Yeah. They'll give you uh, – what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll give you things in return. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I almost lost my head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so Very much.
3: Good
6: having us. Bye. See you guys again soon. Right.
1: What, a what, cool.
4: what a lovely gang of kids.
3: You guys, I am such a big fan. So, real quick before we bring on our next guest, are they, play- are they
4: not the best boys? So I love cool. those kids. They're really sweet. Their other new single is
3: called My Year. We're gonna play it real quick, you guys. So this is Emblem Three, My Year. This is their other brand new single. And then when we come back, we'll have Donna on the show. Yay! Yay. Ah,
4: man. man, this party's so lit. So, this, is our, this is my this is year. year. This is this my year. You know what? Yay. I'm just sure gonna go out there and say it. I think this is, is our year, fam. Been shedding
2: water for a minute now. They tell me I
1: should probably I'm leaving the crowd It's my year I I, I feel so
2: close I feel so close It's my year It's my year I feel so close It's my year It's
1: my year I feel so close The temple in my mind Been burning down I wear my crooked handle I roll another zone to catch the feels that I'm up in smoke. Yeah, When everything you thought you knew was wrong. Born into a world you don't belong. So find myself I had to disappear. That's why we go. The wound as you get your red right all the sun.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. that was it everybody so that's emblem three hope you guys enjoyed them i'm a big fan of them and so I, it was very exciting for me uh, it's like bringing on like the backstreet boys or when we had 98 degrees or somebody on even though they're not a boy band because they play instruments so no they're, they're just not. a pop they're, group and
4: they, they were very good i found that i like their music usually the kids today the music i don't care for but they were good and actually the one
3: yeah they're terrific so anyway i hope you guys enjoyed it now we're going to bring on our next guest and uh, let's see how it all goes. Let's see if we can hear her microphone.
4: And you don't have to, to introduce microphone. me to her.
3: Hey,
0: There's say something. Is. Hello. Hey, all right. Perfect. To see you guys again. Yes, absolutely.
3: All right, everybody. Now we wait, want to our- hang
4: on. Donna, can you raise your mic a little? Oh, yeah. uh, is your oh. volume up all the way? Because you have a sweet little voice. <laughs> okay, let, let me check and see how I do that. I think you just slide something over. If not, it's. okay. That, just, is, is, just, is talk louder? Louder. just talk loud, so we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I know Donna, so Jimmy doesn't have to introduce. But me hang on, I got to introduce. All right,
3: everybody. Now we okay. want to. Is this
4: is this better? Oh yeah, that's better. good. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: Much oh, he better. says he's he's working on it now too, getting it going. So much better. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Actress, model, martial artist, producer. I don't know. She does everything in, in, in uh, possible that you can possibly do. Donna Lee Heising, hello
4: and welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Yay! And, and I forgot one thing. She played my wife, well, I must tell you, in a movie called Clowny, which is being uh, edited and worked on now and it should be out
3: soon. I have a trailer for it. We're going to play it Oh, later. we have a trailer for it We're going to play it after we talk a little right. bit.
0: And thank you guys for recommending me for the role, too. Uh, You're welcome,
4: Donna. Donna, Of course, Donna changed her look because, you know, I'm not exactly 30 years old. (laughs) So we had to have Donna look like a more mature woman. She wore her hair differently and less makeup, which brings me to the remark that I made that people think she looks like a drag queen. No, 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 let me tell you, let me speak for two minutes and then you're going to be very happy. Drag queens of my day only emulated and imitated the most glamorous, beautiful actresses in Hollywood. Jane Russell, Marilyn Monroe, Marlena Dietrich, all those glamorous women. So when you call a woman today a drag queen, you're giving her a great compliment. Because they dress like the women did in the 1950s and 60s, when women looked like women, not like nowadays. They go to a movie premiere in a cotton dress with combat boots, their hair in a rubber band. <laughs> Donna would be seen dead before she would do that. Donna always, always looks absolutely stunning, beautiful, like a true movie star. Oh, and that's God. God. No, it's true, honey. You, you out, you're outstanding. Your look is just so Hollywood, so so nineteen fifty, and I love it, and, and and keep it. And if people call you a drag queen, it's a compliment. <laughs> no, I don't mean the drag queens of today who make fun of women by looking ridiculous. Please show those two pictures of me when I performed as Jane Russell on stage for many many years. Look at this. This is old Hollywood. That's me. She can't. I don't oh. know. If she. Can. Can you see
0: that?
3: There you go, everybody. I don't know if Donna can see it, but everybody else can see it. Yeah,
0: no, I can see it. It's amazing. There's the other one.
4: Total glamour. Always glamour. Oh, my gosh. Look at that waist.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could could look like that. (laughs) You do look like that. You're gorgeous. I was
4: very young. I was about 35 in that picture and skinny. But... So to me, when I talk about drag, I talk about the elegant, beautiful drag queens like my dear friend Liz Lauren, who is the last of the gorgeous drag queens. Uh, Liz Lauren always looks like a movie star, and so do you. Mm-hmm. So you and Lorraine Landon are the two people yeah, that we see frequently and, and people, that always look uh, yeah, people have beautiful said, everywhere you
3: go. You and, know you're somebody important,
0: and,
4: and I've heard and people. Lorraine say, is a good friend of mine. No, I've heard people say Lorene looked like a drag queen, and I thought that was a beautiful compliment. So in other words, if you go to a movie premiere in a gorgeous gown with long gloves and outrageous hair and makeup, you're a movie star. You're a glamour girl, and all the gay guys copy the glamour girls. Nobody wants to look like Mama Cass Elliot, if you know who she (laughs) was. 200,000 pounds in a house dress with flip-flop shoes.
3: Now, I think it's phenomenal. I think that you and I and Lorene are are the two of the people that help keep most glamorous. glamorous. Most,
4: and of course, Sarah French. And Sarah French always looks glamorous. Who is it? I mean, Sarah Um, looks like a movie star. Some of these
3: premieres we go to, and people are like wearing like uh, like the word, like he calls them click covers, you know, where they like barely cover their female anatomy and (laughs) they all look like. (laughs) And stuff and like I hate that. And like you always are you and Lorene are always in beautiful gowns. You look beautiful.
4: You, well, they look like movie stars, which we should they are. Listen, if you look like everybody in the street, what would make you special? Nothing. Because we've seen you a hundred times in the street. But when we see you, we see a star and we enjoy it because it's different from the ordinary slob that goes to a red carpet. Now you know who I'm talking about these hippie thing with weirdos, no <laughs> makeup. They got bags under their eyes, dark pretty <laughs> greasy hair, hanging that they didn't wash. They're in a dress with a rip in it, and they're wearing combat boots or sneakers. I mean. So
3: I, I want to brag a little. First of all, Donna, say hi to the wait, chat wait, room. one
4: more second. Oh. You would never, ever catch Sophia Loren
3: looking oh, any. I, I love oh, Sophia Loren.
0: Star.
4: She's a movie
3: star. And you're a movie star. So <laughs> say hi to the chat room real quick, Donna.
0: Hello, everyone. There um, we go. Is my volume good now?
3: Yeah, we can hear you much better. It's terrific. So, okay. you guys, I'm going to brag a little bit. First of all, if you want to follow, follow Donna on Instagram, her mm-hmm. Instagram is at Donna Lee Hysing, D A W N A L E E H E I S I N G. She's got 258 film credits. Also, that's right. She's the former Miss Los Angeles Chinatown, Miss US World, Miss World, Miss Universe, Miss San Francisco Universe, Miss Orange County Universe, Miss Orange County <laughs> America, Miss California Hemisphere and Miss California United States. Also in 2019 she was the Queen of the Hollywood Silver Screen Film Festival. She's got over 80 best actress awards and yep. so many magazine covers I can't even probably can't even fucking yep. count that high. Um, and and so, that's
4: all because she looks like a movie star. If she looked <laughs> like a bag lady, <laughs> oh, seat, you guys, honey, I mean, no. you, you look like a bag lady. You wouldn't have any of that stuff. And you're a damn good actress.
3: Actually, well, B. Claudia in the chat room wrote earlier that she watched your. Um, uh, what did I say it was? You did a reel of. Uh, oh, B, what was it that you told me that you put in there? I forgot. Like a. Uh, uh, She watched your reel of... uh, What do you call the old shit? I don't know what you fucking call it. It's an old shit. Uh, Macbeth or some shit. I don't know. Like, what did I tell you earlier? Lady Macbeth. Your Lady Macbeth. Like, uh, I guess it's on you audition or something. And she said you were, like, amazing in it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I did that for uh, Brian Barsuglia's uh, documentary. And it was called um, uh, A Bard for All Ages. The... um, the timeless, uh, the timeless effect of Shakespeare.
2: There you and go.
0: He's in Huntington Beach with me, so he recommended that I do Lady Macbeth, and that was the first time that I had done Shakespeare. So I studied with Carol Foreman to do that, and I'm so glad that I did because it made me feel like a real actress.
4: You are a real actress. actress. You don't need really to do it. Now, Donna has a daughter who's a psychiatrist. She's married to a lovely gent who we met for the first time at a party last week. He's the sweetest, nicest, yeah, most- He
0: loved both of you. He He's never a- goes to anything, you know, but um, we had the premiere of our film, Down and Out in Vampire Hills, at the Culver City Film Festival right before. So he drove me to that and drove me to the party. And so he got to meet all of you and I'm, I'm really happy because he uh, never goes anywhere. A very kind man. Now, your
4: background: you're Chinese, Japanese, and what? Native American. Wow. And what else? I think I thought there were more than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, that's that's it. That's, that's it. You were like the UN building, but anyway. <laughs> so that's why you have a, such a beautiful face, because you mm-hmm. have the bones of a Japanese person, the eyes of an Asian, and the rest of your face of an angel.
0: Oh, thank you, Ron. How well, love you. how, how I long really been oh, go ahead. I wanted to say congratulations to both of you. I saw that you're going to be in the Washington Triangle.
3: Yes, we are. What's that? It's a movie. <laughs> <Ron>. <laughs>
2: it's
0: a, yeah. I, and, do, I do all that stuff. You know,
3: I do all that. <laughs> it,
0: it's produced by my by my agent, Diana Carter. So. So it's going to be fantastic, and congratulations. I have
3: a podcast host in it. Oh, We're that's easy. Usually
4: he throws a script at me the day before we shoot, and he said, here, <laughs> you're in the movie, and he, uh, he throws it at me.
3: But we want to give a shout-out to Diana Carter because she's done wonderful things for you, and I, I know several other people that she's working with. Um, and I, know, I noticed I saw on Facebook she was – she has a convertible like me and hers is an athlete. <laughs> and then she was driving cross country. So hopefully she made it, you know, safely back. And we want to say hello and, and, and congratulate her on all the great things that she's done for you since you started working for her. Because she's she, awesome.
0: She is amazing. She's the reason why my career is the way it is right now. And also playing Ron's wife. Um, but the last year has been wonderful. Wonderful. Um, should we talk about the scene in Clowny? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, actually I did. I did really dress down for Clowny because I wanted to look like a mother and a grandmother. And um it was just a really really fun script and I remember first of all at the dinner scene, I remember that you ad-libbed something and I just I mean it's something that I would Um, shoot you a look for that so I did that and it's because I think uh, this guy came in and had another remark Uh, I don't know if you remember that scene but that just made it seem so real and and then we go out and we have this car scene and I mean I didn't even have to act in that because it was really late at night it was like I don't know, was it like 10 o'clock? Oh, there were like these little winding roads around the set. Okay, so um, I think we had Dave Bailey in the back seat um, doing the camera work, and Jimmy was in there. And then Ron is driving, and all of a sudden, it's like he starts swerving the car like this. I mean, <laughs> going into the other lanes. And there's this, like, little wood thing along the side. I thought for sure we were going to go over. So if, <laughs> if I seem terrorized in the film, it's because I really was. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the,
4: the script said we're supposed to be on ice. It's, it's a snow scene. And we, we are losing control of the car on ice. So <laughs> I thought, let's lose control of the car. And I drove it so as if we were losing control. But, of course, I had total control. But she began screaming like crazy and that scream, no actress could ever, ever do it as well.
0: <laughs> it <was laughs> well, it's because real. it was real. I really, and I think, I think that scream came when I thought we were gonna go over the edge. I really, I really did think that because you know I was in the passenger side. <laughs> And I was in the back seat, and as soon as we stopped, I got out of the car and threw up all over the place. I I mean, that's how scary it was. But, Ron, you are an expert driver.
4: (laughs) I've been driving since I'm 16, and I've always driven sport cars, so I know how to maneuver a car. But um, it was a fun shoot. I enjoyed myself on that shoot.
0: It Uh, it was really fun, and thank you so much for recommending me because I think
4: no, I mean, listen, you
3: I thought you were a great choice. I was
4: very happy with you being my wife because they asked me, they said, what do you think? I said, absolutely. Uh, she's adorable. And, and I,
3: I, knew it. It. You know,
4: I, I played it like I was a sharp old guy with a younger wife. That's all.
3: Well, he needed you know, that have, anyway because he can't. he's good looking. He can't have like an ugly old wife. He has to have no, a beautiful wife. Yeah, yeah right.
0: he's really good looking. I love that picture of us um, on Getty.
3: Yes, yes, wasn't that good from Marcel's movie? That's
0: a great yes. picture. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. It's not uncommon for a man of
4: 65, which was 70, which I passed for, to be with a woman of 35 years old or 30.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish. I mean, I <laughs> think. I mean, it, was, it was
4: fun. I Wait, there's a lot of years between you and your husband. You're way younger than him.
0: Um, I'm, I'm younger than him, but he's he's really a great husband. He's been really good to me. Well, you guys met him. He, oh, yeah. He's a sweetheart. We have a
3: 20, well, even though it doesn't look like it because I look old, we have a 20, what, 24-year difference
4: between us. Yeah, Jimmy's much older. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let me play the clown. We're going to play the clowny trailer. You guys are only in it for a second, but that way we can help plug. So you guys, this is a Joseph Kelly film. Yes. And Ron and Donna are uh, husband and wife. And yes. Donna, you introduce it. Just say something about the trailer and then uh, Juan will play it for well, everybody. Wait,
4: wait, let me give a little, wait, let me give you a little history. We are going to our children's house for Christmas. And there's something very strange about this very, very demonic mystical doll. Okay, now you introduce the trailer.
0: Well, also, um, I've wanted to work with Joseph Kelly for a long, long time, and his his adorable son Gavin is the star of the film.
4: Oh, I've worked with Joe on two films, and I love him. I'd work with him all the time.
0: Okay, well, this was the first time, and it was a great experience, and um, I love the trailer.
4: Joe is a great. He's a great director. All right, everybody, here's Clowny,
3: Clowny, Clowny. Enjoy. I see he likes toys. This is my son. I mean, my son's doll.
1: Tomorrow is our first day at our new York home. Bye, bye, mama. I love you too.
4: You'll be fine. Let's welcome Gavin to our classroom.
1: Sorry, kid. Seat's taken. Welcome to our town. Changing schools is hard, but you will find a special friend, No. He may be mute,
2: but he sure ain't blind. You still gotta do this, right? But
3: before you blow out the
0: candles, you have to make a wish. <sighs> you brought this dog. I didn't realize. Looks like you have HCG in your system.
1: You're pregnant? Mm-hmm. I thought the doctor said you couldn't get pregnant.
5: We would like to reveal the gender of our new baby. I
7: don't want to hold you up here. I know it's Halloween. A lot of cyclones out of
1: Two of your fellow classmates, Billy and Jack, are still missing.
0: Really think putting signs up of your missing dog? There's more part than my two boys. Wonder what's up
1: there. Time to
0: celebrate.
7: Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord. Praise
7: the Lord. This is not a pretty Christmas picture
4: that thing just move?
0: Ah! Ah! Once upon a time, there was a bridge over a cascading stream. And the children had to cross over this bridge.
1: And under the bridge, there the great, ugly <laughs> <mountain control>.
4: Yay! Joe <laughs> well, Kelly said that he's going to uh, re-edit this because he does want more of our car scene in it. And if he wants it, he's gonna redo it. So that's the, just a
3: teaser trailer. That's not the official trailer. No, the, the new
4: trail the new trailer will have a better storyline to it.
0: This well it just- breaks my heart to see I didn't you know, I really didn't know the um the story because I came in last minute, but right. I didn't know that Gavin was being picked on in school and that breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's right. Because well, I think what we contacted you on a Friday, like afternoon, to shoot on Saturday. <laughs> oh <my
4: God. laughs> the, the person I'm supposed but I'm to play. <laughs> Eileen Dietz was supposed to play my wife, but Eileen ha- didn't realize that she had a prior commitment to another movie, and she had to honor that commitment instead of this one. So they didn't know what to do, and names popped up, and I said yes to my 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 uh, Dawn.
3: Absolutely, and I Jimmy
4: agreed, and we all agreed that Dawn should play my wife. I wanted a sexy mm-hmm. wife because I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a, a hot guy, you know.
3: So let's go about. So, do you like horror movies? Like, would you watch? Do you watch horror? I know you're in like a uh, fucking like 150 million horror movies, but do you like horror movies in general? Like, did you watch them before you became like a scream queen in them?
0: Well, to be honest, um, I did watch The Blob with my dad, and I used to watch the Godzilla movies. So. I love those type. Um, I don't generally like the the gory type of films, you know, so I, I'm I'm not familiar with those, but I do like horror films. I like all genres. And I just I just saw it's a it's a fantastic film, but um, at the Culver City Film Festival, our our uh, short film, Down and Out in Vampire Hills, which is a horror comedy, preceded Brian Barsuglia's film, Amber Road. And I have to say that is, it's a great movie, but it's the goriest film I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, <laughs> what? What? Was, uh, you guys have to see it. I mean, my, my friend Janet Wang was in it, and she won... She won a Best Actress Award for it. But people were walking out because there was just so much torture and so much. Uh,
3: he doesn't like that. But I, I wrote it down on here, though. Amber Rowe, Tom Sizemore, Vernon Wells, Alyssa Dowling, Robert LaSardo William McNamara, Mike Ferguson, Jed Rowan, every, Vincent everybody Ward, we know. BJ Mesick. All those people have been on our show except
4: for you know, you Robert know You and I are working together again, I'm so happy to say. We're in. Um, I play a, a landlord. I don't know what you play in a uh, uh, Ming Ballads movie. Yes, uh, the Red River. Red River. And I are you I in I think the, there's another one. I don't are know. you, you in see. the vampire movie? Do I play a gay vampire? Um,
0: I'd like to be. I love vampire movies, but. I'm right. playing a demon in the Red River, I believe.
4: Yes, you're playing right, a demon, right. and he's playing a doctor. I'm playing a no, a scientist. Scientist. So we'll be working together again on the same. But, set. Yeah,
0: I can't wait.
4: I look forward to that also. I yeah. actually, mm-hmm. I actually wrote down a bunch of films uh,
3: that we because you've worked with a lot of people, and we know all these people. We kind of run in the same circle. You just yep. shot Camp Pleasant Lake, which has a huge cast. Camp look, Pleasant. Bonnie Aaron. That's,
0: that's that's a really long story. Um, I was supposed to play Greg Talley's girlfriend in Camp Pleasant Lake, but I, uh, you guys know all about this. I shot a film in North Carolina and I got COVID on the set. Oh, shit. So I was supposed to shoot Camp Pleasant Lake.
3: Oh, but you couldn't.
0: As soon as I got back. And so I couldn't shoot it, but, um, I really I'm supposed to be in the Mahal Brothers next film. I believe it's called Alien, um it's it's called Alien Something. And um I'm hope you know, I met Greg Talley at the premiere of Diana's Recipes for Love, and he's a really great guy. And it broke my heart to uh, to miss that role. And I do want to say, you know, um <laughs> You guys know in this business, I I really want to stay positive. Um, And I had a great time on the set in North Carolina because I met so many people. I mean, there were tons and tons of people there. And it wasn't my decision to drop out of the film. So there's no reason now to stalk me and to write to producers of films that I'm cast in and and say um, negative things, <laughs> okay?
3: Because you know everybody like knows who those people are, and nobody do it. nobody's going to. It's the same thing with us. People, you know, We have a few you people know, who say negative things about I, us. I, I real have, people don't believe them. Nobody's going to believe that I, about I, you. Write, either. I
4: write this on Facebook all the time. There are people that we know that are mentally ill, and I'm not being facetious or funny or comical. They are seriously mentally ill. They're either bipolar or they're schizophrenic paranoia, and they're on medication, and they have uh, different ideas and views of people. And sometimes they punish us for something we have never done, or they like to interpret what we have done in a malicious way because that's how their minds work. They're demented people. So you have to understand that not everybody out there is staying and not everybody out there is kind, not everybody out there is generous and nice. And not everybody's not, and not everybody's mm-hmm. not, you know, doesn't have those problems. Some
3: people are just fucking yeah. crooks.
0: And- <laughs> I just want that person to know it wasn't my decision to drop out of it. Of So please stop well, trying to make me lose you know, <laughs> And well, uh, it well, will be dealt with if you don't stop. That's all that's I'm right. going to say. Well, <laughs> but. If you're a big, t- the
4: bigger you are, the more people go after you. If you're a little shit ass nobody, nobody gives a damn, they're not going to go after you. But if you're a big, st- important person and famous and world known and win awards and stuff and do everything mm-hmm. you've done, there's a lot of jealous, envious people out there who haven't even achieved half of what you have. And they're going to be jealous and mean and evil and say dreadful things, but rise above it because you know who you are. I know who I am. Jimmy knows who he is. I and mean, we don't give a rat's ass about what these morons think of us or say about us. They could well, blow. normally, normally blow I up just for now the cows come over.
3: Yeah, I I never, I never heard anybody say anything bad about you. No, uh, well, I, sorry,
4: but, I
0: have me. really good friends who send me who send me things like this. And normally, I I have a really thick skin because I've been in this business a long time, and I have tons of trolls. But when you start attacking my career, or you start trying to make me lose roles, that's when I draw the line. Absolutely. You know? And Diana is taking care of everything. Yes, <laughs> Diana! Yes. I mean, I, I mean I, Diana is just an angel. She's been so wonderful to me, and I've got a bunch of projects next year, thanks to Diana. So, um, But I also,
4: I also fight for actors' rights. Just because you're an actor doesn't mean you're cattle and you're garbage, like some producers and directors think. They think that they hired you and you should be so lucky to be in their $2 movie when they're out of their frigging minds, okay? You got to treat your actors with respect and give them the freedom to act, and then you have a happy movie. But sometimes Sometimes there are people who are rude, crude, mean, and hostile and angry and vicious towards their actor. That actor has the right to walk off the set because it's better to walk off the set than stand there and be humiliated. So even if you did walk off the picture, you would have had a reason to do it. It was COVID, not a political reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to because obviously... I wanted to work with the star, you know? Right. I mean, um, So w- right. so anyway, it wasn't my fault, so please leave me alone. know
3: you were. In, so one thing, too, like Ron didn't remember, but we actually, before we had ever met you living here, because now I think we've been here five years, but before that we actually had you on the show when we lived in Pennsylvania a long time ago. We didn't know who you were, and you didn't have anywhere near the credits you have now. Uh, but we've actually known you for a long time being – but I didn't know that you were in Samurai Cop 2, which is like one of the, like, Lorene movie, Landon movies, you know, that kind of, like, yeah. helped her. And, and a lot of people were in that. Lorene Landon, Minnie Robinson, Mel Novak, Bai Ling. Um, it had a great cast of people. So so if you had to pick uh, – first, before I ask that question, I'm going to just brag a little. Here's some other things you guys can see Donna in. Amityville Karen, Apex Predators, Robo Woman, which I love the poster for that, by the way. <laughs> Garden Party Massacre, uh, Amityville Clown House. I don't know what's up with all these Amityville movies. Everybody's doing them. House of Pain, Rattlers 2, Bubba's Dead, The Final Massacre, mm-hmm. M.O.M. Squad, Tales for the Campfire 3, Axe Grinder 2, Lake of Shadows, Moon of the Blood Beast, Finding Purpose. I mean, you're, you're like working nonstop. So, so would you have one of the movies that you've done that is like your favorite one or one that you really enjoyed
0: working on a lot? Well, I've loved all of the movies I've worked on. Um, I do have to say I had a great time on um, Finding Purpose, The Road to Redemption, and it's never gotten distribution. And I do think it's one of my uh, best films because the role was written for me. But a lot of things happened behind the scenes, which prevented the film from being seen by anybody. So wow. um, it is one of my favorite films. I loved working with Tommy Wiseau in Samurai Cop 2. And I do think that Garden Party Massacre uh, by Gregory Blair. Opened yeah, we, had,
3: we had him on the show and it came out. We lived in Pennsylvania then too, I right. remember that. Yep.
0: Okay, well, um, Gregory did a fantastic job on the film and it won so many awards, but I think it showed people that I could play comedy. And so I have to thank Gregory for that. And I think this year, um, well, you know, doing the Shakespeare film with uh, my friend Craig Grailsback was, was really good for me to do. Um, And there's, another film that hasn't been released yet and it's called the rose wagon and it's a family friendly film and i play a mother and a grandmother and i play the villain in it Oh but, wow! Um, it hasn't come out yet but christian griffith the director on it sent me a clip that was just so amazing that i never do this you know you know that i Um, I'm also a publicist, so I put films into film festivals if I really like them. Um, And so I put this one scene into film festivals, and it's won about 60 awards so far. Congratulations. Um, Good for you. I have
3: a question. Is Steve Railsback, Craig Railsback, is he related to Steve
0: Railsback? Yes, Steve Railsback is Craig's uncle.
3: Okay, because he's a famous actor from the 80s, I think.
0: Yeah, he played Manson, and also Craig and Steve are working on a documentary called Rush, about um, a director, uh, I believe. I think it's Richard Rush. Um, on okay. one of Steve's movies. So Craig, Craig is actually an American Airlines pilot, but he also has a film company. So he's trained in film. Craig has been wonderful. Craig and Rena live in Huntington Beach with me. We live like a couple streets over. So um, we get together and we work on projects. And Craig filmed my Lady Macbeth monologue. She filmed my Hamlet monologue. I mean, he filmed my Hamlet monologue. And then we did this short film called Down and Out in Vampire Hills. And we, you know, I'm going to say this. We had no budget, but we had a script from Dr. Heather Joseph Witham, who is Rena's sister, and she used to be on Mythbusters and she's a vampire expert. So the screenplay is incredible. And then Rena um, is, a, is an executive with a top uh, VR company, but she's also a member of the Grammy Recording Academy. And so she did an original score for the film, which is in Grammy um award consideration. And then Craig directed it. And are you, go- a, vampire? Are you a vampire in it? Yes, I played the vampire queen. And um- I played vampire queen too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That was funny.
0: laughs> I, got, I would have set <laughs> you in it, you know? If I mean, I know you much better now since we did Clowny, but... In
4: Jennifer James's film, which is an interesting... It's a very, very interesting story and a very interesting script. Uh, a little bizarre, but anyway, the character I play is a lot of fun. Is a gay, over-the-top gay vampire, which I don't think <laughs> has ever been done. What do you think of Tommy Nock is, the Moth Twins movie? Mahal Twins. Mah- Mahal Twin movie.
0: I, I thought it was great. I think, actually, I
4: respect really the
0: Mahal brothers. I think I really uh, they do a great job.
4: Yeah, I would I would say to everybody looking out there, there are certain movies I would recommend. Blind, Marcel Waltz's film Blind is fabulous, and Tommy Knocker's is good, and of course... Isle of the uh, Dead. Isle of the Dead is good, and a couple of the films that Dawn just said are good. So there are some good films coming out in the new year. So or, wait, or are out already? And I would suggest if you're a freak and you love horror movies, uh, see them because they're good quality movies. Dawn so, does wait. Hang on, I'm not finished. You've always interrupted. <laughs> If your husband. Interrupt you? You got to beat them. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, Dawn doesn't do bad movies. She's too big of a star to be. Oh, in the
0: show. thank you. Uh, I try not to these days.
4: Which is no, good. Dawn, Dawn you is did sta- some already wait, in your wait, earlier wait. career. You. Private conversation that you and I have sitting on a sofa. Dawn said. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah I, I've told you so
4: many things. <laughs> oh, no, this is good. Dawn said she's ready to advance herself to bigger and better films. And I said, you know what, honey? You're on your way. And it's true. She's on her way to bigger and better films. Absolutely. So I have a question. Didn't we talk about that?
0: Yeah. And a lot of it is Diana. But I do have to say that my manager is Joe Williamson. And I just did a film with Dustin that um, Jason Daniel produced. And Jason is incredible. It's called Cobra Strike Force. And it stars... uh, it stars Jan Birch, who I've wanted to work with forever. are sharing that picture with him. Um, He's got a- an incredible face, you know. So I was, he was in it, uh, Rocky DeMarco, my friend Sue Price. And I can't wait to see that film because I think that I just did that. And I think it's going to be a great film. And I'm really, I- I'm really happy to have done that film. Um, Diana has me in a bunch of films next year, and Diana does high-quality things, and that's why I know the Washington Triangle is going to be great for for both of you.
4: Yeah, we, we mentioned Joseph Kelly. Joseph Kelly is a wonderful um, director as well. He acts well also, but his clown motel movies, the first one was really, I don't know what it was, but it was crazy enjoyable and a disaster and a success. <laughs> And a success. But it made
0: a lot of money, right? That's what I
4: heard. well. It did well. It did well. His second one that I'm in, I'm happy to say, was a really good one. And now he's working on the third one. And I begged him. I said, Joe, please let me have a rifle and shoot some people. I have never. I'm always playing a gangster, but I never shoot anybody. I've never used a gun in a movie. And I really want to shoot some of those ugly clowns that try to kill everybody. (laughs) Well, Joe promised me, because I play General Milan, you know, the head of the army. And how could you be a general without shooting somebody? So,
0: Well, Jason Arthur is a gun expert. He showed me how to shoot a gun. So I did get to shoot someone in the head in Cobra Strike Force. Right, so, that's fun. I want to shoot. Yeah, a- it's amazing. Well, I w- I'd like to tell Joe to put Jimmy
4: in the movie as a clown. I'd like to shoot Jimmy if you <laughs>
0: marriages <laughs> are well, you know, like that I
4: love, <laughs> I love you dawn i really love you you're so cute donna. i don't like donna what dawn whatever the fuck her name is i love her she's adorable she's like a cute you know what you remind me of my mother years ago in the 1940s everybody had the most beautiful bed doll. She was a doll they laid on the pillows, and she had hair like you, and she looked like you. She looked like a fairy princess doll. She was about that big, and that's who you remind me of. So folks out there that are older, do you remember those dolls years ago that you had on your bed, the beautiful fairy doll? That's what Donna looks like. Okay, Ron, sure.
0: oh, thank you. I want to give a I'm shout
4: ha- out. I'm happy I know you, and I'm happier that I'm friends with you. I think and was- I
0: want to play your uh, your wife again. I want you to play my yeah, husband. Again.
3: Okay, so we want to give a shout out to Joe Williamson too because we saw yes. him at Harvey Harley's movie premiere. So here's my hypothetical question to you: uh, male and female actor that like a bucket list. If you could work with any male or female actor, who would you like to work with? And if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to be in?
0: <laughs> well, right now there are two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tom Sizemore because he was supposed to play my husband in PTSD and the day we were supposed to shoot he got COVID Okay, and then he was supposed to play my I was supposed to play his girlfriend in this North Carolina shoot and you both know what happened that all blew up Um, even though he called me and asked me to stay in it Um, so Obviously, he's someone who I finally would like to have a scene with. Yes. Um, I was on the set of PTSD. I had a small part in it, but um, I got to watch Robert Lozardo work. And I have to say, he is an incredible actor. He is so intense. Um, I think I would be scared to work with him. But I think, it, it, well, just because he really is intense, he becomes that character. I mean, he was scary on set, but I I, I actually had a small role in his American um, Trash, but I would love to have like a lead role with him because I think he would bring out the best. I think he would make me really mad, <laughs> you know, um, in some of the scenes. So. What about, um, like,
3: Female actress you would like to work with and i know like women like that makes it harder but like is there any woman actress that you're like oh my god i'd be love to be in a movie with her it could be anybody famous oh yeah anybody famous
0: <laughs> anybody famous um well he, you know obviously um i love angelina jolie i yeah, think
3: she, he likes that one
0: <laughs> i think she's gorgeous and i think she's an incredible actress and uh can i stop you right?
4: Uh-huh. as a child, she was my daughter Deirdre's best friend. We lived in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And I used to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for her when she'd go swimming in our pool. Angie was the sweetest little kid. And I tell everybody, everything on her that you see today is real. There is nothing fake about Angie. The lips, the boobs. Well, now, of course, she had the surgery which for medical reasons. Yeah. But her, her lips, and when she was 14, she was built like a... a, a model. And she's a lovely girl, and I love her to death. And all the bad things they say about her is just jealousy. She's a good woman. She's given millions and millions of dollars away.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, she visits all of
4: these nations. Everybody. She just goes around the world helping all of the poor people. She's got a heart that's enormous. So that's a very good choice. I'm so happy, Donna, you said that.
0: I remember watching Salt. I mean, that. actually, that's a role I would have loved to have played, but nobody could could touch Angie. But you look at her face, and you just can't take your eyes away. It's so perfect. She's you know?
4: breathtaking. She's beautiful, magnificent.
0: Ron likes
3: the movie with her and Johnny Depp. What's it called? Oh, yeah, The the, the, the Tourist. The Tourist. He like she, his she's favorite the movie. most
4: beautiful in The Tourist. Oh, okay. I, the, first time, the first time I met her, she was about five or six years old. She came to our house to my daughter Deirdre's birthday party. And I said to her, I remember saying to her, Do you want to grow up one day and be like daddy, an actor? And she looked at me and she said, I don't know. But face, you know, she's uh, John Voigt's daughter. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, This girl is a beautiful girl, baby. And she was always up, upset about her lips because she had the biggest lips in the world. Um, I said to her one day, I said, you know, everybody's getting lips. So you're lucky, you don't have to get lips, Angie. You got
3: lips. What movie, if any movie that's ever been made, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to have been in?
0: Well, I just said Salt. (laughs) (laughs) If Angela Jolie hadn't done it, that's one that I would just love to be in. I love it.
3: It's a great movie.
0: And I think she did a great job in it. I, I love action movies.
3: Yeah, but, I could see you doing a lot of action movies, too. Because you actually know how to do martial arts, right? Like, for real. I,
0: I've been taking it for five years. I'm not great at I know all the katas and everything. I'm not great. You know, it's like I do have my Quan Jang Nim Grandmaster Rick St. Clair has been training me on the Joe staff. But, you know, it's like. When I go to these um, USA um, official martial arts Hall of Fame events, they're all black belts and experts, and I, I don't hold a candle to any of them, but I'm, I'm just happy to be able to give out the awards.
3: Yeah, that's fun. Oh, that's fun, stuff. No, you, you live way you two down, minutes.
4: You live way down in the Long Beach area, I right? don't say where, but down there.
0: Um, yeah, I do well city over. Right. I, I You know, I posted all over because I
4: love where I live. It's, it's very, a very long ride from where you are to Palm Springs. Am I correct? Yes. Otherwise, I would ask you to come to a little dinner party I'm having December 6th for you and your no, guy. January. January 6th. 7th. 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 Oh, I'm all screwed up. January 7th. We'll send
3: you an invite anyway. Right.
4: And that way you can
0: no, see.
4: You. You. you don't accept, I understand. It's a very long drive.
0: Well, yeah, it's like this is, I might be in Philadelphia. We're shooting Recipes for Love. But right. if I'm not, I would love to come, especially since my husband has met you. My husband no. is the CFP, so he's, he's
4: not in the business at all. We don't have a guest room to put you up in because Jimmy took it over with his creasy, creepy dolls. his <laughs> I, I've seen that. <laughs> but, but there are so many nice little uh, places here you, you and your husband could stay So, and then the next day, come for breakfast. Be fun. We have have some interesting people coming. It'll be fun. Hold on, you guys, because we're out of time. Yeah, everybody, this is Donna.
3: Follow her on Instagram. Um, Yeah, it went fast. So, we want to thank you for coming on. Wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm sure we'll see you before. If not. um, Mm-hmm. And and please give our mm-hmm. best to her husband. It was such a pleasure meeting him, and we'll see you soon. And everybody else, thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Chris. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Bye. Can try to get yeah, we in the mix. Oh, <laughs>